This is CliffCentral.com. Welcome to another installment of 360 Biz. I'm your host, Bulelani Balabala, and today I'm flying solo, so Teho is not here. Hello, Teho, if you're tuning into the show. My boy, I know Teho is facing some flight issues down in Cape Town. I hope that you're traveling well, my brother, and I hope you get back to Joburg in time. So today I'm in studio with uh, three amazing individuals, and the one in particular that I like is the money man. <laughs> but we're talking today, I mean, the 360 Biz is a show that brings you cutting-edge conversations and dialogues around entrepreneurship, enterprise development, and all things entrepreneurship. And today we're talking about the entertainment business in South Africa, and we all know that the entertainment business is one that contributes largely um, to the economy, the economy of the country, having seen a lot of um, uh, having seen a lot of entertainment centers come up all over the country, but one in particular is one that I got to experience um, a while back, which is in, in one of your in one of your spots. And I'm talking to a gentleman I have in studio, one of your spots at the Times Square, and which is a venue that is owned by the Sun International brand. I've got in studio today a young gentleman who's going to now introduce himself to our guest and tell us who he is and what he does. Great. Thank you very much. Uh, it's Tristan Catesy from Sun International. I'm the director of casinos and uh, spent uh, most of my life uh, in the casino industry and had a fantastic time both here in South Africa and uh, also spent a bit of time in Las Vegas, which was a fascinating experience for me. How was the Las Vegas experience? Because you know what they say, what happens in Las Vegas or what I've <laughs> watched in movies being said that what happens in Las Vegas stays in Las Vegas. Well, I think with Facebook these days and uh, cell phones, <laughs> it's a bit harder to, to, to keep it that way. Yeah. But yeah, certainly a fascinating city that uh, has also changed over the years from being a traditional gambling environment to expanding significantly more into the entertainment aspects, food and beverage, uh, and really having a, a wider appeal to, to the broader people. But it's certainly a fascinating time with 25 odd million people going through there uh, on mm. an annual basis. So, I mean, but I think before we get into the meat of the, of, of the conversation, I'd like to know a little bit more about who's Kristen. Because, I mean, I met a, yeah, I met a jolly gentleman. I think that's someone that people would love to learn about. Who's Kristen? Where did he grow up? Where does he come from? Uh, spent most of my, my life in South Africa. Came, came here when I was uh, in my early 20s and uh, studied at university. Uh, and then I've spent uh, uh, many times uh, moving around predominantly with my job. And, in fact, uh, I'm very happily married with a wife for, for 30 years and, and a young son, well, young son who's 27. Uh, but it being part of this industry for me, um, I think in the first 15 years of marriage, we lived in 15 different homes uh, around the country and around uh, various places. So certainly traveled a lot, uh, seen a lot, and uh, have a fascinating job. So it says here on my notes that you're, that you're the director of casinos. What does that mean? Because that sounds to me like you're the director of gambling, which then also then means that you're the director of money, which then means that if I give you my bank account number, I'll be a happy man at the end of the day. So what does it really mean? Yes, pretty much so. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope Sid is not listening to the <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but predominantly spend my time looking at, at our core element of our business, which is gaming, and obviously the gaming product that we have. Uh, linked into that, the, certainly the changes in technology that we're experiencing, uh, our marketing aspects that we have, and, and also integrating uh, gaming into into our total offering that we have. So it's it also says here that you're a chartered accountant. <laughs> so please explain to me, is this one a passion or is there a point where it interlinks? Because I know at some point you're working with numbers. 
Uh, yes, certainly training was a, a chartered accountant and initially uh, got into the financial field. And in fact, uh, almost started my career uh, post my articles with Sun International. And um, uh, certainly it's an industry that, that's large numbers, large volumes and whatever, but it's also a people industry. It's a, it's a fascinating industry that we've got significant numbers of customers obviously coming through every day. Uh, we deal with many different businesses all in one. Um, we need to make sure that the numbers also tack up at the side in terms of uh, the odds and that type of stuff that we have. Uh, but it was really just a background in business uh, for me uh, moving forward. Yeah, and I think just maybe a separate question to what we're speaking about. I mean, what keeps a Tristan inspired to wake up in the morning? And now I'm directing this to the professionals and the corporate individuals that are listening to this particular part of the interview. I think we live in a brilliant country um, that's also full of lots of challenges. And I think um, being able to wake up in the morning and know um, <coughs> that you can go out to a place that you can create experiences that people enjoy, um, that we can create uh, – in our casinos are very uh, part of the epicenter of the communities in which we exist. So not only do our customers come and whatever, we have a wide uh, offering of entertainment facilities, food and beverage, rooms, conferencing, uh, linked to it. Uh, lots of staff uh, and employees which are fantastic and really deliver our, our promise uh, to our people. And then also a very importantly part of the communities in which we operate. So uh, being part of something that's exciting, different every day, uh, never quite too sure what's going to happen, and uh, and it's a fantastic industry to be in. So there. So how do you then um, deal with, um, or not necessarily deal with, but are you finding more people taking an interest in the gaming space? Because I know I was there, um, I think it was two weeks ago, and I found myself just jamming on this machine. I'm not sure what the machine was called. <laughs> and at the end of the day, I think the lady who won was a, I don't know, I wouldn't want necessarily say small, but she was a, I don't know, petite type of a lady. And then I started to realize that this is, this is a, I don't know, this, this is like a sport, something that you need to practice and exercise for. So are you finding more people taking an interest in the new spot that you guys have set up at the Times Square? Uh, look, certainly Times Square for us has been a, a fantastic, uh, iconic uh, development for us and, and certainly one of the uh, latest in terms of the casino offerings in South Africa. And I think uh, Times Square being developed and opened last year certainly gave us the opportunity to uh, look at everything that was new that was available to design a, a certainly a modern styled casino that, that we have uh, and to try and interlink all of the sort of main facilities that we wanted to, to put into it. So... Um, yeah, it has been a, it's, it's a great uh, facility for us. We just opened the hotel uh, about a month ago, uh, which has now completed the development. Um, we have the Sun Arena there, and we've had some fantastic shows over this period of time, and we, we certainly think it will be a, a major entertainment facility uh, for the Pretoria area. So let me see if I can get you in a bit of trouble. Which one is your favorite entertainment spot? Probably Times Square. <laughs> That's what everyone says. Everyone is properly media trained. I can give you that much. I can give you that much. So, I mean, how how long have you been in the entertainment space for? Uh, as I said, virtually all my life. And I think, um, uh, you know, I got involved very much uh, on the finance side initially, and then moved into into operations. And I've seen over the years um, certainly 
a lot of changes. We had our, our iconic and our still iconic uh, property like Sun City and the Wild Coast Sun, uh, which again provide uh, great tourist uh, and entertainment facilities for South Africans. Uh, but we've seen those moves in the industry as times progress. So with the urbanization of casinos, we saw that those massive growth of casinos. And, and certainly as we stand today, I think like every industry, we – we need to evolve and we need to keep relevant and we need to keep current and we need to keep up with what's happening in the marketplace technology and uh, the demands of our customers. And I mean, just latching onto that, just tell us a little bit more about Sun's approach to gaming and innovation. I mean, some of the innovative um, methods or gaming tools that you guys utilize to just suss things out and put the competition soaking in the dust. Uh, thank you. And uh, I think certainly Sun International has always been in the forefront of, of uh Technology and looking at what what happens, and certainly we spend quite a lot of time with our international shows and that type of stuff, looking at at what's available in the marketplace. Uh, in fact, if we go back a while ago, um, we were the first casino company really to to use smart card technology back in 2000, which has been adopted all round, which <coughs> provides a lot of uh, ease of moving uh, funds and, and processes through them. Uh, but also, I think it's important that we we look at all of our marketing tools that we have. So. Uh, with our state-of-the-art systems that we have, we're able to do uh, lots of interesting bonusing features um, that we have, um, that we can reward people at the machine that may be not part of the genuine slots game, and we can do a side type of things. Uh, we're able to go into tournament modes um, on our machines that we have, uh, and certainly we're seeing significant changes uh, in technology as, as things progress at the moment. Um, we're seeing a lot of the machines that you may have seen at Times Square um, with great graphic capabilities and, and the stuff that we have. Um, we're seeing s- certainly moves around uh, moving mm-hmm. f- with the technology in terms of mobile um, onto online uh, gaming into the future and those type of things. Uh, but I think importantly for us is to utilize uh, the tools that we have to create those great gaming experiences for our yeah. customers. And what is your take on the health of the gaming industry right now in the country? Look, I think the casino industry is very robust. Uh, it's also going through uh, significant changes. We we certainly um, are looking at, at how do we continually reinvent ourselves. So, um, you know, from, from an industry point of view, um, we, we need to keep up with the times. We need to be relevant in terms of what's happening, in terms of the technology, the moves that we're seeing with mobile, potentially online gaming internationally. Um, we're seeing a lot of things happening in terms of other, other products that are available. So, um, And then I think importantly with that is how do we leverage the other facilities that we have. So um, we need to make sure that we are an entertainment venue and, and um, as, our, as our customer base changes and stuff happens, we... We offer the right type of facilities for people. So I think it's it's in a good space. It's in an exciting space. Um, and certainly lots of continual changes coming uh, in the casino industry. And, I mean, just from your perspective, from your knowledge, how would you rate the industry's contribution to the economy? I mean, what is what are some of the initiatives that Sun would take part, would participate in from an employment or CSI or whatever initiative? Sure. Um, I think... Tourism certainly plays a significant role in the South African economy and has been identified as probably the biggest driver and opportunity that we have. Uh, and certainly the casinos and Sun International plays in, the, in that major space uh, in terms of tourism. Um, we, in fact, as Sun International are represented at 70 international trade shows promoting South Africa as a tourist destination. Um, and I think on top of that, 
um, as we can grow the tourism industry, um, we're able to obviously grow the economy in South Africa. So, um, and it happens in some ways, obviously, our beautiful country that we have and the facilities that we have are, are fantastic, but Sun International in itself has things like, um, you know, the Sun City, Table Bays, uh, Times Squares, um, the ability to leverage our golf courses for things like the Ned Bank Challenge, um, Miss South Africa and those type of things, promoting tourism into South Africa. Uh, so certainly a significant player. I think the industry as a whole is, is certainly a major uh, contributor to, to South Africa. Gaming revenues in the casino somewhere in the region of about 16 billion rand last year uh, and, and really support about 63,000 jobs uh, in South Africa uh, in the industry. So uh, important for us, I think, to to leverage that as best as we can, and to uh, to really try and leverage tourism into the country to make sure that we're exciting and to keep the entertainment relevant for our people, and to leverage our gaming opportunities that we have. So, Spusisa, man, have you have you ever played on a slot machine before? And I'm going to ask the same question to you. <laughs> no, no, I haven't. I haven't. Really? No. Dude, I had the most amazing experience just jabbing at this thing. But what's your overall take on this particular space? Is it space that you would possibly go into? Yeah, look, I'll go into a space that speaks to what I'm passionate about. I'll go into a space that's got money. Um, so, And I'll go into a space where I can have fun and try something new. So it's a space that I haven't gone into I'll certainly go into it and try something new. I've seen a couple of my friends go. It's just that hey, once you get addicted, <laughs> yo, 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 now you get grocery money and now you, hey, you there at the machine. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's something that I'll try. Something that I'll try. Well, I think what would you do to try and convince me to get into it? I think uh, you know the vast majority of people who go into a casino go to have fun. They go to pass their time and to, and to really enjoy themselves. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, it's an experience to go and, and, and experience what we've got. You know, there are uh, obviously a number of slot machines. There's a number of old table games. Sure. Um, some of those table games have been in existence basically for over 300 years as, as the basic element of what happens. Um, but I think it's it's worthwhile going and, and having a try. And, and again, we always uh, promote responsible gaming. And yeah, we, yeah. Um, want to make sure that the experience is within people's means and, and the fun that they want to enjoy. And you? Well, um, to be quite honest, my mom is a gambler. <laughs> um, she gambles okay, but a lot. which type of gambling? I, there's in China, there is the other gambling. Well, um, the last time I checked, she was just doing the slots machine. Ah, okay. Um, I think she tried the table. I don't, I don't, I'm not really sure about the names and stuff, but um, she is a gambler. Um, she has, you know, all those cards and, you know, um, the different, uh, uh, membership that you have, um, that you get in, um, when you are a gambler. And, um, she, I'm not, I'm not a gambler. I don't think I would try it. I don't think I want to, you know, risk and, you know, um, the thing is, I, you know, it needs to be calculated risk of which I think you, it's like it goes with luck or something So I don't think I would try it But I know a couple of people that are very close to me That really love um, gambling So Tristan, I mean What's the most you've ever experienced anyone win? Oh, it's always always hard to say um, <laughs> Look, we run certain tournaments and whatever that, that we have Which are slightly different to the traditional game that takes place um, And I think you may have experienced our, our World Series of Slots yes. uh, tournament that we had Tell us a bit uh, about that's, that. Actually. That's on the going at the moment. Um, it's 
part of Sun International's um, opportunities that it has is we, we have a casino in every major metropole. And part of our promotions that we can run are either local to the casino or potentially across the whole group. Uh, and we've run a couple of promotions where, um, like the World Series of, of slots that's currently on the go, where you can participate at any of our casinos um, um, for a very small entry fee, get into a tournament mode where basically you've got a, a heat um, you stand there and you play as fast as you can So it's not really your money or whatever that's going through And the person with the highest number of credits At the at the end of that period is Goes to the top of the leaderboard And the person at the top of the leaderboard At the end of the week wins a prize And we run it across the group uh, So there's about 4.5 million rand up for grabs in, in that one um, In terms of uh, specific wins we, we have had slot winners Certainly quite often in fact uh, Over a million rand uh, type play um, and again, the table games is very dependent on, on how much you, you bet there. So I think, I mean, as we wrap the interview up, um, what sort of trick should I pull in order to win? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> There's no such. But I mean, are, no. you at liber- are you at liberty to share maybe some of the things people have tried pulling? Uh, there's certainly lots of myths out there that uh, we can control some of those things that happen. I think... Um, you know, the, the slot machines are, are really set up in a way that we, we can't control what actually happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really a, ga- a game of chance. It's a, it's a game of hitting the button and uh, hoping for the wins that we have. Uh, and it's really trying to uh, go out there, play within your means, have fun, take people there and really enjoy the experience. I like that, playing within your means because within the internet, in entertainment space. And I mean, any parting shot, we normally, when we close the show off, but Purely because you're going to be leaving now before we close the show off. I mean, what would your 30 seconds of either inspiration or parting words be to any any individual who's out there? What's on your mind right now? Anything? I think be positive. Um, really look at the opportunities that we have. Uh, understand what's happening in our communities and what we can do as individuals uh, to really promote uh, South Africa uh, as a whole, but also importantly the communities in which we operate and our individuals and families and, and really uh, every day go out there and do the best that you can. Thank you. I now have my own personal call, man. When I'm on that slot machine and things are going sideways, I now know who to call. Thank you very so. Thank you very much, Tristan. We're going to now take a break. And after the break, I've got two amazing entrepreneurs. We're going to be jumping into a very interesting and great conversation. This is CliffCentral.com. Swissiso man, how are you doing? So I traveled here with my brother Swissisomalumi. We come from an amazing event. And so what's your perspective? I'm gonna throw you under the bus before we jump into our interview or as we as we interview, what's your perspective on the work that corporate is doing to develop entrepreneurs? Do you think they're doing enough? Yeah, there are lots of corporates which are playing their part, which are doing a lot, but you know, it's like will it ever be enough? Uh, the rate is so high of young people that are unemployed. I think the time that people say will be enough is the time that we've got like a zero percent unemployment. While there's still a percentage of people who are not employed, there will always be a feel that enough has not been done and more and more young people unemployed. So, yeah, a uh, uh, lot of great work that's been done by corporate that needs to be celebrated. 
more and more corporate need to do more work. But, um, I mean, we, we're moving. We're moving. And we're seeing, I mean, for example, like T, Township Entrepreneurship Alliance, um, that has created this platform for corporates to get involved. You know, uh, you want to work with people who are on the ground, who know what the entrepreneurs are dealing with, not just take money and throw it and then there's no return on it. So that's my perspective. So we've got a, but you didn't introduce yourself, brother. Tell us who you are and what you do, man. People yeah, need to know. Yeah, my name is Busiso uh, Joshua Malimi. I'm a CEO, not a chief executive officer, but a catalyst empowering others. I'm an author, I'm a motivational speaker, I'm a public speaking trainer, I'm a graduate, I'm a One Young World ambassador. Yeah, I'm a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got a lovely lady, I've got a lovely lady in studio with us today. And one thing I can say about this lady before she introduces herself, she is persistent. She is persistent. <laughs> she is consistent. She is an, she, she's an entrepreneur, man. And I know we've met a couple of times before, mm-hmm. but it was lovely to meet you. I think it was when in April, no, April, May. Yeah. No, no, April, no, March. March. It was March. It was nice to meet her in March. And you know, when you keep running into the same face, faces, mm-hmm. it kind of tells you that you're in the right room. <laughs> Cause when you also look at the conditions and the environment that you're always meeting, it's always entrepreneurship events sure. or business development. And just introduce sure. yourself to our guests. Tell us who you are and what you do. Okay, thank you. Uh, my name is Sipesike Losi. I like to call myself Losi. I am the managing director for ILOSI Events Management, um, which is a service business that provides high quality waiters, hostesses, ushers, barmen, um, uh, uh, training to, um, at restaurants. And we also do quite a bit of uh, administration for corporate clients when they have, uh, bigger events. So I'm the one, I'm basically like a slave driver. So they call me, but, um, yeah, that's just me. Yeah, and I mean, so I just want to dive straight into it. You know, being a woman, and this is a question I always ask, um, being a lady and being in business, um, I'd, I'd like to think it's totally different as opposed to being a gent and being in business because I think there's there's a set of challenges we face, but you also face our set of challenges and a little bit more. What keeps you inspired before we get into what the challenges are? Um, Like you said um, earlier on, persistence. I think... I've, I've never met someone that will keep on talking about the same thing over and over again. Um, other than myself, I, you know, we do have challenges. However, I just, you know, you just have to pretty much ignore everything and just keep on fighting for what you pretty much want. And eventually you'll get it. I mean, like you said earlier, I've been wanting to get this interview or keep in contact with him. And I've, 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 I've met him and, Previous events since last year, but then I was still, you know, behind the scenes, not, you know, yeah. um, uh, pretty much in front. And, um, I think when I, uh, when I get the chance to, you know, uh, to say what I actually want to say, then I take it and that's through persistence. So. Yep. And I mean, so why entrepreneurship? I mean, quite recently I've come to admire that entrepreneurship is not glamorous. It's, it's one not. of the toughest <laughs> careers you can ever not. go into. Why entrepreneurship? And just mull over this, Busiso, so that you can engage us on this yeah. as well. Um, honestly, I think I didn't pretty much choose entrepreneurship, but then I just went with what I really love, which is uh, doing events, getting 
things done <laughs> and um you know when i got uh, a little bit of following with what i was doing at the time i decided to you know group up with the team and take on it however you know it, it was it was more of we can't just really be a group. There needs to be a leader. There needs to be sort of like a statement. Who are we? What are we exactly doing? And I guess uh, within the group that I had at the time, I was the one that had more leadership skills. And I decided to go for it. You're right. It is not glamorous. It is tough. It's but um, it's just, it is what it is. And if only people could see <laughs> your facial expression and what you were going to say. Yeah, I think it's the same for me. I started following what I love, going to schools, speaking to um, young people at schools. And then people started to ask me, so like, how much do you charge? And then when I started to do some work with corporate, they'd be like, is this a business that you've put together? So that's something I woke up and said, I'm going to get, um, into entrepreneurship. But so far, so good. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I think you also need to look at your circumstance where you find yourself before you get into entrepreneurship. There's, there's a buzz. Mm. It's a big word. Entrepreneurship. Young people are unemployed. Mm. Why aren't they starting their own mm. uh, businesses? Mm. If you also look at some of the red tapes to get into some industries that young people want to get into, mm. it, it's difficult for them. Your circumstances as well. Mm. There are some young people that cannot afford to go a month without a fixed salary because they've got responsibilities, mm. even though they would love to get into entrepreneurship. True. So it's just about understanding who you are, understanding what entrepreneurship is um about, but also you want to give people a taste of the fruits of entrepreneurship. You know, people speak entrepreneurship and they say, yeah, it's not for the faint hearted. It's tough. Sure. It's tough. And sometimes sure. people are like, Oh, okay. If you guys are talking like that, then I don't know if <laughs> I want to get into it. But there's also the beautiful thing where you get to control your time. Mm. If you look at the fruits of entrepreneurship and, and the impact that you can make and, and, and the purpose sure. that you can live, mm. we also need to speak about the benefits of entrepreneurship to look to lure people into entrepreneurship. Why must I get into entrepreneurship? It's not just to start a business and make money mm. and drive these cars, mm. but I mean generational as well. So, so yeah. Lucy, I mean, what makes your business different from all the others? Yes, what makes it different, um, okay, just to compare uh, from before I started uh, uh, my business, which is run it here in Johannesburg, I was based in Cape Town. So after moving from Cape Town to Johannesburg, I saw a lot of young people here in Johannesburg, especially the young pretty people, ladies that we call, um, they don't really like working, you know. I've I've come across with uh, 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 with a lot of, you know, uh, uh, ladies that will depend on, you know, parents, men, boyfriends, sisters, mm. cousins, and they don't really want to do much um, 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 for themselves. And when I compare it to Cape Town, I mean. As a student in Cape Town, in varsity, at college, all of us, we were working, you know, we mm. would um, decide to sleep in one house because we've got a shift until 12 midnight and the next day we go back to school. So it was all about every, if we're not at school, we were working and shifting from this side was very different. And I saw that as a, 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 a gap um, to say, you know what? If I can do it, you can too, you know, and I'm taking the same people that look a certain way to say you can do the dirty work and 
to compare ILOSI and any other company is that you will find the exact same goals that not necessarily goals, but any um, uh, females and males that you will find in, I don't want to name places, but in other places, they're doing dirty work. I mean, if we have to pack the bins or, you know, uh, serve trays, um, uh, we do have some fancy jobs as well, like doing admin, calling and, you know, ushering and stuff. So it's pretty much, uh, we're very different. We're not, uh, 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 a promotional company where you only have, you know, ladies and mini dresses mm, and just, mm. you know, they don't, they don't get hands on. We, we are hands on. We are, we get things and done. <laughs> guys, I think you guys need to understand that the lady we're sitting with in studio today doesn't look like she picks up bins. And I think it further goes back to the conversation that entrepreneurship is, is not glamorous. True. And one gentleman I was having a conversation with, he, he said, to me, you'd be interested that the businesses that um, people shy away from most of the times are the ones that are most lucrative. True. And he was telling me this because he runs, a, I think it's a tire recycling business, and was just talking me through the numbers and how they recycle tires, and it's just phenomenal. So, what has been some of the highlights of your entrepreneurial journey? Let's highlight these these wins. Um, well, I think. Uh is to work with companies that have been running for the longest time. Um, if you look at the website, you see some of my clients. And I mean, these are companies that, you know, if say, for instance, you didn't know me and then you look at the website and then you see that you'd be like, Oh, so which means you have this. And I'm like, no, those are my clients. Doesn't mean I mean the same level as yeah, them. Yeah. And, um, and also just having a number of the people that also work with the company. I've got about plus minus 70 registered, um, ILOC, um, employees. And obviously we don't work all, um, um, all at once. Yeah. Um, when we do have, um, 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 events, I, depending on the numbers, then everyone gets to, um, get a chance. Uh, we've worked, uh, Durban, Joburg, Cape Town, um, PLK, um, I mean, Limpopo, Limpopo, and, um, and, um, yeah, so I think for me, I wouldn't say it's, you know, what the company has, but it's how far it has grown and, uh, uh, uh taking into consideration, this is actually my second year in business. So it's, 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 that's that's pretty much my highlight. Do you have any formal entrepreneurial training, or is this something that you decided? Heck, I've been dreaming for too long. I'm just gonna do this thing. Yes, <laughs> I don't have any um, formal um, um, training. I think, like I mentioned earlier before, it was more of I liked what I I, I like doing events. Depending what I do in events, um, 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 I, I like. Pretty much doing events and, um, I just went, uh, uh, with it. And, you know, being an entrepreneur is way too different than, you know, being a worker and having to, you know, uh, uh, uh manage people. So it's still, it's still a, what is this? It's still a ride. It's still a journey. I'm still learning. I, you know, you know, when you are, uh, when you are one man, you have to be your own PR, your own manager, your own employee, your own boss, your own critic, your own everything. So yeah. it's, it's, it's quite, it is overwhelming, but, um, 
Yeah, I'm. Um, Keep pushing. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just strong for I mean, anything so else. What, 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 what are some of your highs? We know the lows. It's not nice. Sometimes you yeah. don't get paid. You go for months without getting paid. Suppliers and clients run away. They disappear. What has been some of your lows? Or highs? Sorry, highs, 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 highs. Highs, highs. I think for. I hear consulting, it's getting the opportunity to work with clients like accounting technician. Uh, these are, you know, uh, South African Institute of Chartered Accountants. Psyche, I've done some work with UNISA, the various um, universities. Just like you, I haven't been in business for a very long time. But I think the high is when people see the work that you're doing and they want to work with you. But now these are corporates on the level that you want to start operating at. Um, and there are many other people who are in your space, but able to recognize and say, Hey, we want to work with you. So that's, that's been a big high for, for the company. And also having, you know, one of our products or one of my products, cause I'm, I'm, I'm the business, uh, which is my book. Um, having a copy of it in Germany, having a copy of it in Australia, having a copy of it in Greece. Um, yeah. And to get to other countries. So that's, that's been the biggest high for, for the mm. business. And then, I mean, so. And the money. <laughs> so Lossi, it's um, it's nice. Sorry, it's very nice. I think a lot of entrepreneurs don't tell you this when you get in. And then, <laughs> like, there's that one client that pays you, and when that big bulk comes in, it's like, oh, but this is my salary. Oh, this is for like five months, six months, and it goes ping, and you're like, yes. Uh, no, so that's, that's that's also high. That's also high. The SMS. The SMS. <laughs> yeah, it's that SMS. Um, yeah. What's more of a high for you? I, th- I find more of a high for me the job mm. more than the money. And I think it's because of the fact that I don't have a, I don't know, a, a spending habit or a social life. I don't even know how to spend any money I get on sometimes. What's your high, Lucy? Um, definitely, you know, these big events, you know, um, working with big corporate companies. I mean, these companies, it's nicer now when I'm working as I lossy instead of lossy, because back in the days I used to work for the same companies, but I used to, uh, 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 I was an, uh, an employee. Now mm. I'm a supplier for these companies, you know, so there's a certain way they talk to me. Like, you know, they'll be like, um, Oh yeah, lossy. Um, just, you know how we're talking like corporate and stuff. So it's, it's, I just like the whole feeling. I just like the whole, you know, um, um, not necessarily respected. It. It's more of like leadership. And that's the exact same thing that I, uh, I give and I teach, um, the ILOC group as well. Like every employee that works for the company, they have a certain way of, uh, uh, uh doing things or getting the job done. And, they they actually even do their own events without me because they know how to handle their own clients. I don't even have to be at work. I just need to pretty much control everything behind the scenes. And um that's that's my that's my high. You know, for me one thing that I that I respect about entrepreneurs who are actually now employing people. My business is not at that stage yet. I know Bulelani's business employs a lot of people. I mean your business is employing a lot of people. <clears throat> Excuse me, is the fact that you've given many young people an opportunity, a platform to showcase the skill, the talent that God has blessed them with. Many young people are talented, gifted, but they just need somebody to believe in them. And 
I mean, that's what you're doing. I mean, you've got like 70 people, uh, as you said, who are now working in your business and it's beautiful when you're able to see them putting together their, their own, um, event. It's like, it's like seeds. You know, you can take a seed, plant it there, but if you're not going to water the seed, then hey, and they'll look back and say, you, you believed in me. So big ups. Big ups to that. And through that, they're then able to look after their families, able to impart it. So it's just passing down, it's passing down the the skills. So big ups to you entrepreneurs. So Lossi, I mean, you were in the event space, right? Yes. Do you find that large corporates and government are doing what they need to, to support? Um, I I think maybe let's, let's bring a little bit home. Entrepreneurs or female entrepreneurs in the entertainment space or rather event space? Sorry, sorry, I didn't get that. Do you think that Government and corporate is doing enough to support you um, in terms of business, in giving you business, or is there still much to be done? Um, while in corporate, I don't want to lie. I we majorly do like we we focus on corporate events. So the reason why I have a number of the people working is because of corporate companies. So corporate companies are doing their job. I'm very happy. Um, obviously they can do more and book us. Um, government. I'm still trying to break through to um um, um government. I think Ubulelani mentioned before. How is it like you know being female um um um, um entrepreneur and all of that. So I think because government people are quite, you know, experienced and older, you know, they, you know, they're not going to trust or they're not going to pretty much just believe, ah, oh, this girl can just do one, two, three, four. Do you get what I mean? But in corporate, I mean, you have young PR um, 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 companies that know about what you do. So uh, uh, to break through corporate is, is, is easier or it's much, um, should I say quicker than uh, uh, government? But government, I'm still looking forward to. Um, I've done probably one event in government, but um, I'm uh, yes, they are having events for the young people. However, I'm not I'm not seeing the young entrepreneurs that are being supported by government. When I'm saying young entrepreneurs, I'm talking about. Uh, 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 younger than 30 So I have mm-hmm. not seen You know um, Like we know about all these government um, um, uh, Government Enterprises or government yes. uh, offices Your CEDA, your CIFA, your NYDA and all of that So um, they, When it comes to the The knowledge or the The The, 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 the information They do give you Yeah but um, in terms of the jobs, um, in terms of uh, uh, um, uh, the money, I have not. Yes, they do, but I'm, I'm not Im- really impressed. I would say yeah. <laughs> I'm not really impressed. But um, they, they should pretty much step up. Yeah, so, yeah. I think I think we touched on the question a little bit earlier on, but I think what I want us to find, I think from your element, find a keen focus on is to then say. What could they be doing? Yeah. So in any business that you go into, first and foremost, it's important that you build credibility. As you said, it's important that you build trust. I had a conversation with a department about wanting to get onto their database. So, you know, for you to do work with government, you've got to be on the central, the CSD. And uh, so I asked them, um, I would love to come and provide a service to you. And they said, no. We have a contract with an organization for the next five years. 
now is like, oh, yo. So there are some corporates which have signed long-term contracts, which makes it difficult for a small player, a small business to come in and start um, supplying a service. So being an entrepreneur, you've got to be creative. An entrepreneur doesn't suck and go, oh, wow, wow, they don't want to work with me. I think what an entrepreneur then does is say, who is the market uh, guru here? the person that is providing the bigger service, and how do we collaborate? How do I show them something that I can offer which they don't have? Or to say, um, this is my business and, and, and I would love to work with you. So I think in from that from that angle, you then say, hmm, I need to think differently. I need to think differently and getting into you know government, I need to look at who the big players are. Um, and they say that you cannot order if you don't know what's on the menu. Mm. So many a times you just need to tell people what it is that you offer. And as an entrepreneur, I mean, what I've seen is an entrepreneur or an MTN, when MTN comes and they sell you something, they don't go, hi, we are MTN and would like to give you a SIM card. What mm. makes you special? So they go straight and tell you that, hi, we are MTN. We've got X amount of subscribers. We've won X amount of events. And they're not being arrogant. They're telling you what they've done. And so as an entrepreneur, I think the other side is you selling yourself, using social media to say, hi, we are uh, Elosi events. These are the people... these are the people that we have worked with. This is the work that we have done. And this is why we think that you should back us up. And then you tag the people that you want to work with. And then you get your friends to retag, etc. That kind of strategy has just been innovative. I mean, there's a big talk. Yeah, government and this is not doing enough. And then they're sitting there and going, okay, entrepreneurs, come to us. The conversation we're having in the car about how badly do you really want it? Mm. Are you going to go and knock on the door? And at times you go and say, fine, we'll do this event for free. Let's show you. And then... The rest is history. Uh, let's let's dab into that conversation. Have you ever gotten? Have you ever been put in a position where you had to do work and they told you exposure? A number of times. <laughs> and what's your reaction to that? How a do number you deal of with times. That? You know what? I pretty much still work for free now, but um, um, you know, you just have to pretty much prove yourself because obviously. I am competing with companies that have been, you know, in the business for over 10 years, you know, for me to come and say, I can do this. I can do this. I mean, come on. Do you get what I mean? So it's, I've, I've done work for free. I have, you know, uh, 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 went to a couple of, you know, events, you know, thinking, ah, I'll probably get this. I'll probably get that. But for me, it's, even if it's a number, even if it's an email, even if it's a call, even if, Anything small because at the end of the day, I mean, this is like a journey. It's not like, um, trying to, you know, quick, quick get, you yeah. know, this and be big. I mean, I am building something really big and I'm okay. I will still, but you gotta eat. I gotta eat. The so, 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 which is where my question then alludes to, to then say, at what point do you then draw the line in then saying, nope. I'm not going to do that for free. And at what point are you going to say as an entrepreneur, yes, I'm going to do that for free? Because a lot of us are paid um, with exposure, but exposure doesn't pay the bills. But as, sure. as just as well, we need to be cognizant of the fact that as entrepreneurs, um, just being in certain rooms sometimes allows you to engage with certain individuals. So at what point is there a way of finding out, okay, cool, I'm at that point now, so yes, I'm going to be able to make the decision, you know, and it's going to be a breeze. 
you know? Or is it a gut thing where you feel like, okay, mangayara Um, well, to be honest, I we we obviously have to eat, but um, when someone comes to you and be like. It needs to make sense. You can't just come and say, can you do this event for free? Do you get what I mean? What do I have to, you know, get for that event? You know, if I have to book 10 people or whatever people, at least those people, they need to be, you know, paid. You cannot pay me, but I can try and do some of the services for free. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. It must, it must, it it must not be me that's paying. Do you get what I mean? Mm. I can give you my time, but also it needs to make sense. You know, if you coming to me to say, Oh, okay. Um, um, I've got this budget, you know, obviously when you have a budget, I might not gain or I might not have, you know, uh, a little bit of profit because all of it will go to, you know, um, exactly. So that's pretty much working for free, not working for free as in, I mean, you can't really do anything for free. Yeah, can yeah, we? I think you also need to be strategic around yes. exposure. So people say, I'm going to expose you. Who are you exposing me to? Who is this audience that uh, I get to go and speak to or I get to present to? Is this an audience that I've always wanted to work with? Sometimes people, they just they just use you and say it's exposure. Yeah. Well, because your business is not big, you're not going to work there. But the audience, they're not your target market. They are not the people that will be able to pay you what you really want to be paid. So be strategic around it. Fine, go and expose me to CEOs because I want to start doing business mm. with them. But then if we crack this and they like this, let's have a long-term contract. Me and you are going to start working together going mm. forward with certain mm. events. Mm. Cover the basics. Cover the costs. Sure. Be strategic around it. Sure. You're going to be 100,000 people, whatever. Do you have flyers? How do people get hold of you? Expose me to this, but also have an agreement that then we get to share the database of the people who are there. So mm. you don't just go and, yeah, I'm just going to be think, there. I, I think, to be honest, um, sometimes, you know, the bigger companies, they come to us, you know, trying to... I guess, um, uh, what is this? Take advantage yeah, or use and you do you know what I mean? And th- that's a very good strategy. But if somebody comes and they're very big, it's hard to just, um, or it's just basically me, um, to just say, oh, okay, I want 50, um, um, 30% or I want a certain, um, a certain amount. So what I basically uh, do sometimes is to say, oh, okay. Um, I would like to bring, say, my camera guy or my, you know, uh, certain things to just showcase and have, you know, uh, uh, what is this? Um, have, uh, not necessarily evidence, but sort of do it as my production because at the end of the day, this is not only going to benefit you. I mean, I give you this for free or I give you a very big discount, but now I have, you know, a sort of like a feedback to say, I've done one, two, three, four. And yeah. here's, you know, um, uh, what is this? Um, the the references or you know so there's proof. So, so here's yes. the thing. I mean, I know for a fact I'm definitely gonna work with you for free. But um, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but what's the five year plan as we wrap up? Okay, five year plan. I mean, I'm looking to now do bigger things instead of just um, service. Um, I think the reason why I just said uh, uh, call the company events management instead of staff management, which is what we're focusing on now, is to go into supplying, you know, uh, hiring. I think um, there's a, a, a market for that. And also in some of the places that we visit, like if we do events, say in Val, um, um, uh, in Pretoria, like in the locations, you don't get the standard of service or a standard of 
eventing mm-hmm. that you get if we were to do an event in Hyde Park in Bryanston, yeah. you know. So we're trying to do that, and also, you know, uh, uh, South Africans, they they want, you know. They, they, they like the whole service. I mean, people are, are, are pretty much, uh, living nice lives now. So nice. they, 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 they understand what, you know, quality is, what quality service is. So I want to go into that and pretty much branch out and not pretty much be based in, in Johannesburg only. I want to do Cape Town, Joburg. I mean, uh, Cape Town, Durban and, you know, other places as well. And, Full time, like what I'm doing, um, um, this side, nice. and hoping to employ more than 500 people wow. in the next five years. Like so, <laughs> thank you for joining us for 360 Biz. Looking forward to joining you guys again next week, Wednesday, same time from one to two o'clock. 360 Biz. My name is Bulelani Balabala, and oh, is not here, but I'm used to saying, and I'm with my boy Teboho Mafodi and Teho Kekana. Thank you very much. This is cliffcentral.com.